0: Just know you're not alone Cause
1: I'm gonna make this place your
2: home News Radio 840 WHAS Good Sunday morning Bob Sikoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you to the top of the hour Great show today. we got a lot of stuff to cover. Let's get right to it with us. Here, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach them. They come in as a team, and they hire veterans. They're the number one Home Team Inspection Service in the country now. Which is great to know. And you can reach him at 844 411 team. My son Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And also a special guest today, Kim Spratt, one of our great agents, who's going to talk to you about what the buyer market is like. We, I thought I'd bring, bring Kim in because, quite frankly, uh, it's crazy out there. Good morning to all of you. How are you, everybody, doing? Okay. Good morning. All right. Uh, good. Morning. All right let's- Let's get right to it. Just so we start with, if you're a buyer struggling to find a home for sale, you're not alone. For every 10 homes for sale last year, there are fewer than five today. So home shoppers uh, this spring have 52% fewer homes to choose from than last year. And they're facing record breaking prices. That's according to realtor.com latest monthly housing trends report. Just for example, this past week, we put a home on the market, $775,000. And in one day, 13 showings, four offers one within two hours of the home hitting the market. And that's because of Greg's photography, Greg, you did an, not like this was special. You just did an amazing job with every home. But this one, the buyers, one of the sets of buyers was in Chicago, saw the home go on the market, fell in love with the pictures, according to the agent. And that's when they put their offer in sight unseen. So that goes to show you just how good Greg's photography
3: is. I mean, I'm just... I'm proud of him as a as a father, but I'm also proud of him as um, well. Everyone, every all, everybody should be doing having. Well, we're unique because obviously I'm your son, and, and it's just, we kind of fell into this. But every every good agent should have a good photographer. If you don't, you probably shouldn't be using that that agent
2: to list your home
3: in the first place.
2: But if you want to see the video that Greg did on this home and others, just send me an email, Bob at LisaLouisville dot and then put in there I want to see Greg's video. Wow, so,
3: Bob, wait, Bob. Okay, I forget on. I forget we're on eight forty And This is all this this is your demo. But if you also use Instagram. <laughs> social media. You can go there as well. Just look okay. at the Cicoler team. We sell Louisville or, or Google Greg Cicoler. All of the stuff that we do, we put up online for everyone to see. It's very easy to find. All right. So moving it forward very quickly. So I told you from a buyer standpoint,
2: it's not Kim Spratt. Kim, you had a buyer coming into town. Explain quickly in a matter of a couple of sentences what happened.
0: Yeah, they were relocating. Sent me 22 houses before they left home. By the time they got here a day and a half later, they had seven left. Um, they actually found one they loved the first day, and we put an offer in with an escalation clause, uh, 2000 above the best offer, up to 30000 above the list price. Um, we left it totally a clean offer. We didn't ask for anything. No. Um, kitchen appliances or anything else. And, and you also said
2: you'd do inspections but you would not ask for repairs, is that correct?
0: That's right. And then right. if the home appraised for less than the sales price, the buyer agreed to make up the difference up to that $30,000 above. So, I think that's what really clinched it. They actually had an offer that was 50,000 above, but we won it because we were such a clean offer and we were up against 14 other offers.
2: I love this for you, and I love the fact that we had a buyer who now can understand how important it is to have an agent who knows what they're doing. I'm telling you, folks, it's so important. Kim, thanks for joining us. I'm going to keep going. You can stay on here, or you can hang up, and we appreciate you joining us. By the way, if, and thanks again, kiddo, if uh, you want to see what we're doing recording this, and we send this over to YouTube, you can go to louisvilleanswers.com. That's louisvilleanswers.com, and there you'll see a rebroadcast of our show today. All right, let's move on with some questions and let's start with guidelines. Um, Chuck, we've got a guy who has uh, a rental and he wants to sell his home, move into the rental. This, this is Lauren, sells home, moves back into the rental, but there's a renter there. And the question he has is what about these guidelines about getting renters out if they're on a month-to-month basis? He hears they're shifting different ways all the time.
1: Thoughts and concerns on that? Well, it's not all that difficult. Um, If it's a month to month, uh, you have to give notice uh, that the lease is up and then uh, that's a 30 day notice. So let's say it's today. Um, I send you a notice that says, hey, you've got 30 days. I'm not gonna renew the lease month to month, uh, we're done. Uh, So it would be 30 days from now, which is what? uh, May Whatever, yeah, whatever. Right, so June is when you can begin an eviction uh because the lease is up and they're not gone now that's as opposed to for non-payment if there's non-payment then there's other hoops you have to jump through um but so wait you know, wait are you saying uh, that it would be
2: better for the renter not to pay
1: and then no, 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 no. a longer period of time to go is
2: that where i'm interpreting what you're saying not quite. Okay. Um, the,
1: the wheels grind slowly. But now with COVID, there's other hoops you have to jump through. Uh-huh. So depending on what time of the month you're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, a non-payment issue, uh, generally, it just keeps going. Uh, a non-payment issue, you have to you know get affidavits. You have to make applications to uh, a variety of entities that uh, can catch up those payments. There's just more you have to do
2: okay all right we'll take it at that leave it at that we'll give out chuck's phone number if you have a rental question or problem specifically as chuck says if he doesn't do it he knows people who does who do right or done (laughs) done it all right we move on (laughs) done didn't do it uh carter has got a problem brad septic inspection came back with more than twenty thousand dollars worth of repairs he he is upset doesn't believe that there's a need for these amount of repairs mm-hmm. thoughts on what he should do as a seller well uh, I, I guess that I would
4: start with the point of get a second uh, a second opinion a second estimate on that I, I don't know I mean it sounds like whoever came out to uh, work up the estimate on it is actually the one who will make the repairs. Um, You know, one of the things that's interesting about septic inspections is that, you know, there's only a handful of companies that actually do that type of work Mm -hmm. um, in this area anyway. And when they do those inspections, the tanks really need to be pumped clean. You know, it's a little bit more expensive to do it that way. It might cost $400, $500 to have the tank pumped out and cleaned out before they inspect it, but that's the proper way to do it. Mm. Um, So, I don't know if they took that step. But I would definitely ask for a second opinion because there can be a wide variety of costs uh, from contractor to contractor, depending on, you know, what they find, what what's really there, and whether or not they just feel like they've got, you know, a captive market. I mean, we see that those type of, um, you know, variances in, in costs a lot in foundation-type repairs.
2: And so, that's the, another big area. Carter goes on and asks, he says, the guys who did the initial inspection also, do the repairs and have offered to make these repairs sure a conflict of interest from my standpoint right well
4: yeah maybe but i think any of these trades you know whether it's a plumber whether it's an electrician i think you know you're always going to run into you know qualified contractor that's going to have to give you a price on it but that's one company's opinion on what the price is to to make the repairs if they're actually necessary that's why i think a second company that does those type of repairs ought to do Uh, ought to come out and give them an estimate or do the inspection and give the estimate on repairs if there really are any to be done.
2: So, let's take this to Chuck now. All right, Chuck, thinking cap on. So, inspector number two in this scenario comes out and says, no, no, you don't need this. You don't need that. There's maybe $100 or $1,000 worth of repairs. So, does the seller have any legal recourse against inspection company number one, For either, if he could prove it falsifying, or does he bring out the a state or county official to review both of these reports and make a decision on who's right and who's yeah?
1: There's not going to be a state or county official that'll come out and and arbitrate, uh, uh, you know, uh, some sort of uh, assessment by these guys. Nobody's going to do that. Uh, I don't see any claim uh, saying hey. I'm sure he can justify it one way or another. Uh, Otherwise, we'd be suing, you know, what car uh, uh, repairmen all the time. Uh, Oh, hey, we need to fix A, B, and C. Well, maybe B and C don't really need to be fixed. Should they ought to be? Well, you know, maybe. Uh, I, I, I just don't see any real wiggle room there. If you have a guy come give you an estimate, that's his estimate. He's not you know, you haven't had any loss. And in court, you you can't just, I mean, you can get declaratory judgments, but on something like this without damages, mm-hmm. as, no, okay. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even entertain that thought for very long.
2: Carter, hopefully that answers your question on this. I know you're stuck in the middle on it, but at least hopefully you're getting a second opinion and then
3: work things out from there. What is it, uh, Caveat, caveat M Tour? What was the...
1: And it's not even that. I mean, if if I tell you this is what I think ought to be done, well, that's what I think ought to be done. Uh, there's no immutable truth. Now, if I get you to do twenty things and only two of them, you know, needed to be done, and the others were perfectly fine, well, maybe you might have some kind of jump on that. But that's damages uh, in the case of an estimate. That's. Right. That's Just not, get a second. Get a second opinion. Yeah, yeah. Get a second opinion.
2: Here, here's where I see the problem very quickly, and we'll move on. And that is, if one side says one thing and the other side says the other thing, how do you decide? You've got to bring in a third person to be the the tiebreaker.
1: Well, sure. if you're talking in a in a divorce case, typically that's how it's set up. Wow. Is uh, hey, we're going to appraise this house, and if we can't agree, then uh, you know we'll either. Uh, uh do an average of the two or we'll call in a third we have a lawyer a lawyer and a mediator but, but if you're talking about a if you're talking about a contract and I go out and my inspector says, hey you ought to have this done and I, I get in a uh, an estimate on it well the seller's not in a position where he has to go with that he can mm-hmm. say no mm-hmm. uh, he gets uh, his own uh, advice on it he says I'm so uh, second opinion comes in you know five thousand less. If I were the seller, I would just say, well, I'll pay up to my guy's estimate. Otherwise, you know, go bounce sand."
2: Let's move forward. Uh, we tell you on a regular basis that we're continually looking for homes to list and sell. I can give you a laundry list of some of the things that are going on in the marketplace. For example, we're talking about homes going on the market with multiple offers. So we've trained our agents to try to help buyers do the best job in getting an offer on a house as quickly as possible and getting the house for our our buyers needs. Greg, we've trained our agents on how to deal with multiple offers. Uh, Kim mentioned a number of the things that
3: yeah, um, she was she was spilling some secret sauce there. There's she a, was, but that's okay. okay. I, well, thanks. And again, those yeah. are those are some of the things that every good agent is probably aware of. Again, and I, I preach this when I talk to like on our Instagram page and I do the little the stories is that you know you need somebody who's knowledgeable in all these areas. If your agent right now in the market, if you're looking for a home, can't speak to certain things, you might you should be looking for another agent.
2: Or join, if you're an agent, join our team because we're looking to expand because we've got so much. No, 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 not, not just all agents. We want agents that good are Good agents, right. I no, got that. Want- yeah, right. So one of the new things that came up the this week, Brad, Chuck, Greg, is uh, this came out in a national publication, Consider a Walk and Talk Inspection. Greg, this is a new one. Buyers who fall hard for a property. What's that? I said, we heard, we talked about this in our meeting. I was very yeah. critical, very critical. Well, buyers who fall hard for a property, love it. They might want to be tempted to waive the home inspection, but Brad will tell people, and it's important that you re- recite, waiving a home inspection can lead to a lot of problems. Yep. Summary of that might be?
4: Well, I mean, they, unless they're knowledgeable on all the different systems they are looking at, they could be overlooking significant costs and buying a house that now, They've got a large bill that's due for repairs or other problems with the uh, with the home, which is which is why you pay you know five, six hundred dollars to have a uh, you know professional licensed inspector. and I know we're talking you know to people you know not just in Indiana and Kentucky on this show, but in Indiana and in Kentucky, home inspectors are licensed. And because we're licensed, we have to follow a certain set of standards of practice. So they walk and talk while this national publication, that may work great in Michigan where you don't have to have an inspector license to work. But here, um, you know, the requirement for the home inspector is we have to follow a set of of uh, two national standards, either the ASHI standards or the InterNACHI standards. They're nearly identical. There's really no difference between mm-hmm. them, but my company follows the ASHI standards, which means he, as an inspector, I have to do these things is part of the inspection. My insurance company, the people providing me both my general, uh, you know, liability coverage, as well as my errors and omissions, the big expensive insurance, which not all home inspectors carry, they require me to follow those same standards. And that's why we have to put everything in writing. So the idea of the walk and talk is, is maybe very appropriate in some places, but here the biggest uh, thing we do is what we call the walk through, which is at the end of that inspection, we're actually taking them through the major uh, problems that we find. We 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 kind of educate them to the home, answer questions that they have. But um, yeah, I don't know anyone here that would do a walk and, talk. A, walk let me just, and a walk let,
2: and talk. But let agents, agents do. Agents do, do, but they need to say we're not inspectors. Mm -hmm. But what they're what we're talking about here is that you would hire Brad. So, Chuck, get a load of this. Let's just say that it was a legal issue. We would hire Chuck or if it's a home issue, with Brad, to walk through the house as we go through different homes and basically doing an eyeball inspection to give you a report
3: on whether the home Think is about right. this. It's basically just an expedited yeah. inspection. If you, it's, it's literally, yeah, it's not you're detailed enough. Get a discount on it's yeah. so crazy. I don't, and then if I don't you're, if you're, so it'd be like t- hiring Chuck, which who knows what, Because they're not busy already. Like they're going to have a a free time slot for you to have a find a random house in this hot of a market where you just had to leave work to go find a house. And now you're up against 14 people and you want to hire some. It's insane. This is, it's a topic.
4: And and there's, there's a, there's a concern about liability, you know, who owns it. True. You know, yeah, yeah. it's because there's you, you. wouldn't be coming with any of the standard, you know, warranties that would come with the with the home inspection on that Chuck, Shut
1: quickly on this. Go so, so, no, wait a minute. Of course. With yeah, a walk and talk, you, yeah. you all started saying walk and talk. Yeah, I don't do inspections. I don't know what you mean by walk. You're and just talk. walking with Brad or a, an inspector yeah. through the house instead of a
3: typical in scheduled line. inspection. Yeah,
2: you would. It's, you're, you're going I mean, to do. Yeah. That seems like
1: a really bad idea. Well, that, I'm
2: just telling you, this Fair is what idea. was purported in one of the trades to do to help get your buyer of the house forego an inspection, but have a, an inspector go with you to look at Oh, oh okay. Yeah. See,
1: that's where you lose. All right. right got, yeah, I know. The, the whole the whole foregoing an actual inspection yeah. to deal with this somewhat yep. junior inspection, that's a liability nightmare.
3: Not even a junior. Chuck, It's
1: yeah. it's like that, it's, it's like...
4: It's like taking your father-in-law to go do oh the home God. inspection for you. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. and and yet you'd be responsible. Oh no! Right. Uh, in yeah. Kentucky, <laughs> uh, if you go through and you give an opinion on, well, Bob, if you walk in the house with him and you say, "Hey, this looks like a good house," you just act, you're being held to the standards oh, yeah. of a home inspector yeah. doing a proper inspection. Yeah. yeah, it'd be the same thing. You're you're not going to do a proper inspection, but you're going to be held to the liability of having. No, nope.
2: uh, no, bad nope. idea. Bad idea. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Coming up, uh, some uh, myth buster special, five myths to buying and selling a home that uh, need to be trashed with us. And by the way, if you want to see this show, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. It'll redirect you to uh, rebroadcast on YouTube of the show. Also, if you want to see what people are saying about us, go to LouisvilleZillow.com. If you want to watch what people say about us during uh, an interview, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com with us. We've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 844-411-TEAM. My son Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And you can reach me anytime, Bob Sikoler, at 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840-WHAS.
1: This has been a paid advertisement.
4: Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage.
3: In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13 month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today.
0: Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by new sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi Bob, what's going on in Louisville?
2: Hi Barbara, the Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it.
0: I'm so happy to hear that.
2: With our exclusive marketing plan, we can get sellers top dollar right now.
0: Get the best advice from my friend, Bob Sokoler. Go to weselllouisville.com. Be safe and smart.
2: News Radio 840 WHAS, the Louisville real estate show here with you till the top of the hour. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, is also with us, 844-411-TEAM. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, does a great job getting your loan closed, but he's also entertaining, and you feel like the an hour or less goes by so quickly. 499-6360, my son Greg, who does all of our marketing and uh, photography and so much more, and does a great job, and uh, Bob Sekoler here, you can reach me anytime at 376 376- 5483. My thanks to Barbara Cochran, who's a mentor, a uh, friend, and uh, one of the stars of Shark Tank, and certainly a great person. All right. Our Myth Buster special Five Common Misconceptions. You ready, folks? Here we go. It's better to get pre approved after you find the perfect home to buy. Wrong. Ah! Yep. You got to well, get pre approved before. Always start with your lowest offer when buying a home. You should. Ah! It, yeah, there you go, each one. Is this from last year? No, this is to the 2021 version. So, Oh, man. Yeah, you, is this market, you're lucky if you're going to pay list. Some people say list is your starting point, and it goes up from there. It's better to price your house on the high side when you're selling. Not necessarily because you get multiple offers. I would st- say still price it where the comps show it, and then let it go from there, as be, as people are right now just bidding over each other. Renovating your house will definitely net you – more money when you sell. Not necessarily. No. In fact, we've got a show coming up, uh, 12 upgrades that will make your home more valuable. I believe that is coming None up. None of them better be dealing with lumber. None of them. Yeah, lumber's out of control price-wise. And then it's safe to skip the home inspection if the house looks good. We've already pretty much covered that, this show. So just letting you those are the myth buster items that uh, you should not be Myth believing. Busted. Myth buster. All right, we, we move on. Luke, and again, we're doing COVID shows. We're recording this rebroadcast uh, on YouTube as well. You can go to louisvilleanswers.com uh, if you'd like to re, uh, replay this uh, show and its video. Luke, Chuck, uh, Luke's purchased a home East End Louisville, finished Moving in two weeks ago, and we're, by the way, taking these in the form of emails as opposed to phone calls because limited on production value, but we can get your emails. Bob at weselllouisville.com, put a question in there, and I'll get it on the air. So he says neighbors came over to introduce themselves. We've seen this before, and they asked if they knew that the house he had just moved into had been featured on a TV show about paranormal
3: activity. It says his jaw jaw dropped the old stigmatized property.
2: Yeah, now, yeah. That, there's nothing that says that has to be disclosed, as I remember. Nope. We talked about this a couple of years ago. Not in
1: Kentucky. Not in Kentucky. Oh. Yeah, is it anywhere? Uh, not aware of anywhere. No.
2: No, I don't remember it anywhere. It, you know, the disclosure asks you a variety of questions with regarding uh, condition, um, house, uh, roof, the uh, HVAC, water heater. They've added ages to the hva seen out of the disclosure but um certainly not if the house is haunted or if it's been visited by ufos things like that one other thing that does come up uh, occasionally is if someone's died in the home mm-hmm. and it's not on the disclosure yet there are some people who are concerned about that i will ask chuck what's the regulation if if a buyer asks uh, their agent to find out if someone's passed away in the home and an agent calls the listing agent, the listing agent calls the seller. What's, what's the repercussions of if not the disposal? seller
1: says, don't tell them anything. Well, that's your agent. And then they have to reply that the seller told me not to say anything, Yes, yeah. which obviously is saying something. Well, do you, re- do also, you re- if you tell yeah. something that's not true, if you say, Oh no, no, nobody don't. died yeah. here. And then you find out they did. Well, then that's misrepresentation. But well, you're not required to disclose it but do so i think i'm one of the the, the, the study yeah. guys that
3: looked for the broker's test was talking about you can uh mention uh is it is that something you could search on the internet as a as a as a rebut so you're not saying the seller told me not but you're just responding is that something you could find out by looking on the internet
1: uh, it, probably not
3: yeah I mean, and i'm not that you could, but are you are yeah. you revealing by saying uh, the
2: seller said uh, asked me not to reveal? Are you revealing too much just by saying it? Is there another way to rephrase
3: that? I mean, um, well, what are we are about no. here? Is this is this a known? That's what I'm saying. Is this a known case, like a high-profile case? No, I, I, don't, I don't know. Market? I'm just simply saying like it's asked a lot. I mean, it's more than, than you think. passed away here, yeah. and there was a bed in here that there was
1: hospice care. In
3: who's asking that? I yeah. mean.
1: <laughs> Sorry, it's and, a private and, family matter. Well, so, I mean, if let, let's let's take Melignato. You want to find out was this the Melignato house? Yeah, that's easy to find out out there. That's my point of search. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to find out. But you know, uh, if somebody shot themselves, you know, and this it was your everyday run of the mill suicide, um, you're not going to be able to find that. I don't think. Well, and that's but, my question. Is like the buyer's tip? Is this just a buyer who's going
3: in, in every home and is like, if somebody died here, like I need to know if somebody. Yeah. You yeah. so random well, or but, rare, or is it like, oh, I remember there was a high-profile case of
1: yeah. whatever he well, well, and see, but that's, that's, that's where you can get into a little bit of trouble. The case is up in New York, obviously, you know, the Amityville horror type things. Yeah. Um, uh, the judge, uh, uh, in the one case, uh, it was, hey, our house is haunted. We want the sale set aside and all of our money returned. Well, the judge didn't say, yeah, the house is haunted, but the prior sellers had actually put the house... On different shows like that Mm. and then specifically said oh no there's nothing wrong with this house uh and and the judge came back with a misrepresentation not that it was haunted but that it had a bad reputation that affected the market value yada 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 um so i mean you can run into a little uh trouble if you're talking about it if you say you aren't necessarily required to say anything but if you do say something you have to tell the truth Got it. And, and that and then, always pays. Yeah.
4: What, what about the, for those cultures where it's very important? That, that, uh, that,
1: that, is, that is a good point. Yep. Uh, and if you knew about it and you told your agent, don't tell them anything about it, then that's all the agent can do. Mm-hmm. But if you do say, no, there wasn't, and there actually was, that could be really a big misrepresentation right there. So, again, don't lie ever. Uh, but if you don't know, how can you respond with what you don't know? And
2: just following this up, if you lie to the buyer's agent and it goes back to the buyer and you they find out you lied, this oh. is a a major problem for you. You could end up buying that house back as the agent. Yeah absolutely. Think, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. We got time for one final question. Brad. Brad is writing in, I'm really concerned about buying a home and then having to pay out for a new roof on the house. Uh, in a couple of years, he's looking for tips and tricks mm-hmm. to figure out if the roof is near the end of its life. Short of, he should maybe have called in a roof inspector, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of
4: the the roofers around town will will come out and do free estimate so you can mm-hmm. go that route but you I mean the, the quick things to look for just go to the bottom of the downspouts uh, look in the splash block see if there's a lot of granules you can look up on the roof and see if you've got um, tabs that are missing you've got uh, you know wavy edges you got curling uh, you've you know you can see that the granules have fallen off those are all going to be visual indications that the roof is probably nearing the end of its of its useful life
2: Got it. All right. We are out of time. I think that pretty much answers that question for Brad from Brad. Our thanks to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Office's at 499-6360, he does a really great job, folks, on closings, if you can you can pick the attorney you want to close your loan, and he does such a great job, and makes it fun, and entertaining, and takes any stress out of it, so Chuck's the guy, if you're looking for a closing attorney, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, the folks come in as a team, and they do a great job, the Hire Veterans, they're the number one Home Team Inspection Service in the country, 844-411-TEAM, and my son Greg, who I'm so proud of, does our photography and marketing, and so much more. Thank you all for being here. We've got a Victorian house coming up in Old Louisville um, that is coming on the market. That's spectacular. Look for that on the feeds if you're watching or looking for a home in St. James Court. That's coming up this week. If you want to reach real me, rare, real nice. and you can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. That direct number, 376-5483. We are out of time. See you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840. W-H-A-S.